Hi, and welcome to a new episode of the Abuan Chronicles podcast. This is Sahara, and I'm with Ikran. And welcome to One or Three Dates, where we talk about Ramadan and what we've been going through. Yeah, this is quite a random episode. For the past few episodes, we've been shouting out different charities. So we can kick it off with the two charities we'll be shouting out for this week. So the first one is Sponsor an Orphan this Ramadan. So this is a GoFundMe page and they're raising money for orphans to provide um, water, food, and clothing for them during this difficult time. And so, of course, you can donate whatever you can on the GoFundMe page. I'll add the link for this in the description. Also, there's another incredible charity. It's titled uh, Building a Mosque in a Rural Village for Koshin Yusuf. So it's a brother who passed away here in Toronto. And so they're building a masjid on his behalf. And so, of course, this is Sadaqa Jariya. So if you're donating in building a masjid, it's something that you will be, you'll be gaining edged continuously. So consider donating. They're almost at their goal. So their goal was $10,000. they are at $9,030 right now. So inshallah, you know, you can be the person who helps them reach their goal. So definitely um, donate to that as well. Uh, we're going to include the link for that in the description as well. So yeah, so just make sure, I guess it's Ramadan, the month of giving. So let's just try to make sure we're trying to give at least every night um, whatever we can. And if we can't, uh, potentially sharing it so that other people can donate. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So this episode is brought to you. Uh, live and direct from Sahra Nikran, <laughs> where we usually talk on Skype, but today we've decided to use House Party, house party. To talk, which is nah. a very interesting uh, move, but it's also become our home during it's these um, horrible times. times yes, <laughs> there are these difficult times that we're suffering with the quarantine and not meeting our friends and. You know, yeah. I hope you guys still stay safe and, you know. So we're constantly on house party. Yeah, so Sahra, how... I feel like I'm talking to you every night, so I already know yeah. the answer <laughs> to this. But, you know, just so that the listeners know, like, how's your Ramadan going so far? And I've had better uh, Ramadan, I'm not gonna lie. I've had better ones, but it's, it's been definitely um, one of the more difficult ones, I would say. Because... Why? Because I don't think that you're out and about. You're not really out and like going to the masjids. You're not, you can't really be active, I would say. I feel like I'm very like, okay, I have to go somewhere. I have to go to the masjid to kind of push myself uh, mm-hmm. to do more, to do better. But if yeah. I'm stuck at home, I'm lying down in my bed, you know, next thing you know, let me take a little nap, you know, and that becomes five hour naps, you know. So it's been a difficult Ramadan, I'd say. Now, I, I haven't celebrated like, Ramadan with my family for the past four years, I think. I'm I'm celebrating with my family, like my like my like siblings and like my mom and stuff. But so I feel like the whole tradition. I don't know. I kind of miss it. The whole tradition of you know, 
you know, you go, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Oh my gosh. Like a, I was doing like, 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 yeah. you know, sitting down, watching Madfa Al Iftar, yes. you know, like having some debate on TV, watching Khawatir. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> coming back yeah watching like i don't remember what we did after maghrib but then tarawih time and hearing the adhan yeah. like, i feel like that is like i really miss my gatherings with my friends uh once in the uae like i remember every ramadan we used to have mm-hmm. like gatherings at someone's house we used to at mm-hmm. least have two or three gatherings you know in everybody's houses you know and I kind of miss that. You stay, you come there, uh, you have like an iftar, you stay there until one or two, mm-hmm. you relax, you know, you have fun, watch movies, stuff like that. That's not like really like what Ramadan is about, you know, <laughs> Ramadan is about, yeah. you, know, okay. you know, you know, gaining more knowledge and, you know, become a better Muslim, but I'm not going to lie, I kind of miss uh, gatherings and stuff. I mean, may Allah continue to make it easier, easy for you. Yes. Uh, so, all of us. Yeah. I know there's a bunch of y'all that's suffering, you know? Yeah. So, Ramadan by yourself is not it, man. Like, nah. it, like, isolation is already tough. Having to do Ramadan plus isolation is probably torture. Yeah. But, you know, you don't go through anything without, like, difficulties without Allah rewarding you or get, replacing you with something yeah. better. So, like, I was living, I was living by myself, but. I had to stay with my aunt because, nah, I can't do it. I don't know how people do it. I feel bad for people, like, who don't have family around, like, mm-hmm. the elderly, if you are a convert or just if you just live alone. Wallah, it's a difficult, it's very difficult. I've never, like, I've never experienced it before because I always used to have some sort of family around me. But mm-hmm. this time, for the first week, I was just alone. And I've never in my life experienced such, you know, loneliness, I would say. So... You know, if you have any family, friends around you, if you have friends that don't really, like, that are alone, just, you know, give them a call, you know, just check on them. Yeah, it's especially harder time for people who, like, like you said, like, reverts and people who are alone. Like, right now, um, a friend of mine was posting on her story. Um, so this could be another charity that people can donate to, but this is a mess. So it's a WhatsApp message that she posted on her story. And it was, um, I'm sure most of us know that, I, I guess she bl- blurred out a name. The revert sister from KBW. She's in quarantine with her non-Muslim family. She's going through a really stressful time with them. So KBW is Khal bin Walid Masjid in Toronto. Mm. Uh, she's going through a really stressful time with them. And I wanted to get her groceries every few days in Ramadan. A charger and a few things she needs. I talked to Sheikh Bashir. He said the masjid can give some money. But we all know that the masjid is already in need of money. So I was thinking that all of us can pitch in whatever we can. Uh, five, ten, five dollars, ten dollars, anything, inshallah. May Allah reward you for your intentions. Keep, dash, and all the reverts in your prayer. And then um, she attached her email. So I'll also put her email in the description. So about the girl, she's a 19-year-old revert sister. The message is trying to, like, so I guess the people at the message are trying to collect money so that they are able to support her during this time. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll also e- include her email in the uh, the description of the e- episode if you want to e-transfer and help out with whatever you can. That's also something. How's your Ramadan been? Mine is, alhamdulillah, it's good. I honestly am uh, not struggling too much. I feel like the like I was struggling with corona in the beginning. 
So that's when like I was struggling a lot. But now I'm so used to being at home that I feel like that aspect of it isn't really hard. Alhamdulillah, like I I think I said this in the first Ramadan prep episode, but like this Ramadan was going to be different for me because my family's here. And so because my family's here, like before I would feel the need to always go out for afur and stuff when I wasn't really with like my parents and stuff. I would always feel the need to like go out with friends and go to group iftars and stuff like that. But since like they're here, it's kind of like that need to do that is not like I don't want like I don't need to go out every and almost every night to go have afur with my friends. So I feel like that's what makes it different. Of course, it's hard like not having the masjid and not like I feel like I'm I'm still missing a lot, but just because my Ramadan last year was like without my family and then this year they're here, I feel like I'm more focused, like the fact that they're here makes up for, you know, the rest, like what we're losing a little bit. So Alhamdulillah, like it's, I can't believe it's already been how many days now? Like a week now? Yeah, bro, a week. In this episode, we're going to have two special guests. We're going to call them up and we're going to check on them. So stay tuned on that. Well, hello, hello. Yata hai sahib. I'm Zahra Ali Daha, also Namah Ali Daha, or how do you say the name of someone? Nainas. Nainas. Nainas from Ha'i Ansbai. Are you sure it's Nainas? Yeah, girl. Well, like, oh, you led me wrong me. and I sound like an idiot, I'm actually going to fight you. <laughs> Wallahi, <laughs> Nainas is nickname, okay. guys. What's your story on that, ladies? What did you, what did you get on that song? Like, you got, you got like 60 something, right? Bruh. Did, Don't you ask. The hard one. What did you get? Um, I got Seven. seven? No, which one did you do then? It was definitely the not hard the hard one. one. The hard Somali test? The hard one was out of 100, though. No, it's out of 30. Oh, you yeah. mean like, okay, actual questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Spike, what did you get? I got like 15. So I got like a 50. 50. What? Yeah. 15. Honestly, it was pretty hard. 50%. 50%. 50%. Oh. 50%. Girl, I don't know how you did it. I got 15. Fam, honestly, it was a dialogue war. I would have did so much better if it wasn't a dialogue I understood. Or a dialect. Oh, 100%. Girl, I made my my mom did it. She got 16, so I'm okay with my results. It's like, Damn. Fam, yeah. My dad did it, and he got like 70, I think. Fam, a lot of the words he didn't understand. Yeah. And also, like, I read the test to him, so... That's probably just a lot of it. I was lost no. in my really bad Somali reading. <laughs> no, that shit was weird. When I tell you, in the beginning, when I started it, Wallahi, when I tell you, I opened the tab, I went to the, I wrote my name. Then I went to the first question. When I tell you, I closed the tab right after. And then later on, I went yeah. to the test again. It was me and three other people. We were doing it together. It was, <laughs> and we still was so got 36%. Hard. We still got 11 rate. Fam, we should elaborate. It's basically this online Somali quiz that was circulating. But it, was like, it wasn't just regular. It was like riddles. Not exactly riddles or like sayings, so many sayings. It wasn't oh, yeah, just it was proverbs. Yeah. It was just really hard, man. It wasn't even like regular, it wasn't regular spoken no. Somali. It was like, you know, like if you open the yeah. dictionary. Or like if you've done tests in Somali or school in Somali, you'd understand. Yeah. Or if you watch Somali news, you'd understand. Yeah, because I've read some Somali texts, hiran.com. I read some texts, <laughs> I'm not telling you. It was definitely not that. <laughs> So how has Ramadan been for you right now? We know you've been out and about, you know, 
doing your little traveling. So tell us, what have you been doing? Stop traveling. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to get a mob of money in my DMs. <laughs> not traveling. Be a real Kansas traveling. <laughs> so, like, I came back to Toronto on my home now. So it's me. So I'm not going to lie to you. I really appreciate the Ramadan being at home. Like, I don't remember the last time we've had so many mm. salads as, like, Jamaa in my house. So it's, like, nice. Because mm. usually everybody has stuff to do and, like, places to mm. be and, like, commitments and they have to be out of the house all the time. But, like, now everybody's yeah. home. Everybody's home for Fajr, Asr, Duhur, Makhrib, everything. Even Tarawih, everybody's yeah. home. Like, it's so nice. You got to experience both in Ramadan, like, being by yourself oh and being God, back with I your family. being by myself, man. You know, Eating food that you made yourself and having to make it yourself sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just doesn't hit the same. It's a bio. Wallahi, you know, I literally made a food yesterday. And I did not eat anything. I ended up eating leftovers from the day before oh. because I just couldn't eat my food. Oh. That sucks. Babe. I just couldn't like walk. You know, like when they say yeah. like, like, yeah, when I'm in the kitchen, thing, yeah. I just become full and I just don't want to eat anything I make. But when my sister makes it, you know, I'll be all up in that. But <laughs> when I'm in the kitchen, I can't eat it. How are you dealing with your bubble tea cravings? Don't remind me. Oh my God, I'm sticky, but honestly, I couldn't have any problems. <laughs> There's no bubble teas around my place. Like, literally, like, what? the West End is, like, a bubble tea, like, drought. That's what we're suffering. It is. We're yeah. really Ooh, suffering. But hey, the tea closest drought. bubble tea isn't at Stockyards. Either Stockyards Peel and, and there's Sinclair. one all the way up near Steels. Steels and, like... Oh, that's too yeah, for me. There's, like, a cocoa, a new you one. You can just like, make those at York. home. Girl, we haven't reached that level yet, but I'm so close. I'm no, so Everybody's close. doing, I like, can... brown sugar. It's, like, easy. You know, I can almost see. Like, that's how I feel about it. Like, I'm so close. <laughs> the thing is, I can make the juice part. Like, I, my favorite is grapefruit yeah. green tea. Oh. So, I can, like, the other day, I remember I was showing you guys that... No, I tell made... us how you get it. Tell us how you get it. Put us on. Put us on. What's my order, guys? Okay, I get grapefruit green tea. Less ice, no sugar. No sugar? Double tapioca. Oh, what? Yeah, double tapioca. She said, I like it. I like squishy. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh, I have to get double tapioca. Because they're so stingy with it, okay? Yeah. When you, add, when you get regular tapioca, they we add like a thin there. layer. 100%. And it's just kind of like, I would like some more. And they'll be like, well, you have to pay for more. I've seen the light though. Tapioca and all that though. I'm telling you, tapioca. Okay, Listen, let's not go tapioca, there, I like tapioca, but I've been so yeah, scarred. I've been to Toronto. Wallahi, I got you on Tiger Sugar. That place is literally man, man, man. You know, the best drink ever though, I'm gonna say, is brown sugar. Nothing oh, yeah. can be. Tiger, tiger, brown tiger sugar. sugar is brown sugar. Really? It's like the Taiwanese one, right? The one a little popular. I love that shit so much. But you know what I did? Remember Spike how I told you last time I put my boba in my fridge? I accidentally did it again. It became so hard. And she tried blaming the shakala. I was like, huh? It's your fault. I was so pissed. Tapioca only lasts for about six to eight hours. But what you can do is, if you have it, uh, you can reheat it. Like just the tapioca. Like So if you reheat it, let's say like if you put it in the microwave. Can you put it in the fridge and then reheat it? Or do you have to leave it out? Well, I left it out, but I feel like even if you put it in the fridge, the only thing is you just have to reheat it okay. for it to become soft again. But I'm so confused right? because it's not by a heater. You know when they put the uh, tapioca, right? They boil in it. In a big box, though. It's like in a big box. No, girl, they it's boil like... it. It's a Dixie. I know, I know they boil it. 
not the brown sugar one, but like you know when you buy at some spots, the tapioca is usually like a little in a, like a box, and you just put it in. Like it's not on like what a stove. Spots they got I in the UK. Stove. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, but it's still like in Canada the way it is. It's like usually in a exactly. big pot. It's in a Dixie. Mm. And it's like when they're putting it in the drink, it's after they cooked it. Yeah. yeah. That's brown so sugar. Like, even if it's us. not hot, it lasts six yeah. to eight hours. So after you cook it, you can have it outside for six to eight hours and nothing will happen to it. But like after that, it starts to become exactly. hard again. So you have to like reheat it. These, these delivery places don't give a shit about us. Oh, no, they're scams. scams. How I, was, I wanted to order bubble tea. Um, and then they really said it, it costed like, what, $14, $15? I'm like, <laughs> what? I was so close to hitting order too. That's how you know, like, I'm deep in this. Well, I did it once or twice. I'm not gonna lie to you. And how's you guys' days going though? Oh, good. Alhamdulillah, girl. This is house party. <laughs> house party. Yeah, we were talking about it before we called you in. Well, we're on that app too much. Well, that's our social interaction. Well, that's it. Guys, honestly, house party's been the savior of quarantine. Yeah, it really has. Like, I feel like our little community, our, you know, our people, it's very nice. Although, uh, given we probably should not spend as much time on it. <laughs> we need book, you know? We need book. That's what I need. You know, astaghfirullah, Ramadan. But... Oh my gosh, no. We need khair and barakah. Exactly. Okay, we need to book there. Let's sprinkle a book, you know? This girl said we need book. No. so mad. <laughs> we actually need the complete opposite of bio. Super bias, Ramadan. Duxi is a Zoom, okay? House party or a book? Okay, we need to separate the two. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, we need to start doing Ashar Quran, like a you know, Duxi. Oh, Can you imagine? Can you imagine somebody coming, like, you know, people come into rooms at mass party and stuff? Somebody coming into, like, Ashar Quran. You just hear people speaking Arabic, like, what? What's going on? I'm dead. Yeah. For those who don't know what house party is, do you guys want to say what house party is? Well, it's like, you know, it's, it's an app where people can just jump in. And just talk to random people. But you have to obviously be friends with them or a friend of a friend. That's the best way. That was a very yeah. good way of putting it. It's like it. a video call where you can talk me- to people. Yeah. The only thing yeah. I would say, please disable your camera. Okay? <laughs> when you go to <laughs> random people's rooms. cannot be your name. <laughs> no face, no case. <laughs> and, uh, we all made that mistake. You know, it's fine. You live and you learn. We're also, did a bad deal. We all really hopped in with like our first names <laughs> and our last names. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, well, like somebody paged us. Somebody paged us. They were like, "Excuse you guys." <laughs> I was like, "Wow." Yeah, it's my okay. homegirl, Hakun Matata. Shout out to her. You know. But you know what, Barane, you live and you learn. Now I change my name every two days. <laughs> you know, you'll never. She catch really me. does. Fudge first name and the at underneath. What is the way with the chat? Like if you see somebody new and they're yeah. your friend, it's her. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> But the thing is, the yeah, funny thing I with Ikran think... is that she was the one that complained about us changing our names. You were the yeah, number one. Then... You were like, no, why do you keep changing your names? Why do you keep changing Guess, guess who's doing it now? Right? Two, every two yeah, weeks. Every right? week, what? Two weeks, Maha. Every week. Every couple of days. Every three days, what? Not even... Last time I checked, last time I was on here, girl. she was... What was what was that? Not Regina George. What was that? I was Hannah Montana. I was Hannah Montana. I was Hannah Montana. what? It's Usagani. Usaga. Usagi. Usagi. I thought it was Ugali, but obviously it's not. Because I can't no, say Usagi, it. Usagi. But... Oh, Usagi. 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 It's Sailor Moon's Japanese name. Oh, it's Sailor Moon's Japanese name. Okay, okay, okay. I think we're at a Sailor Moon a lot, yeah. right? 
I really love Sailor Moon. I love Sailor Moon after I just died. Sailor Moon gang. Well, today was like really tiring. I spent like a lot of it dropping off orders and shit, but it's okay. Ooh, can you tell us more about your orders? What are what were you dropping off, ma'am? Are we, are we going to do a plug? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to ask you to I'm do, ma'am. Okay. Uh, so I, I made I made hoodies and they have like a really cute uh, slogan on them. It's like I'm shy and they have like really nice fingers. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> okay, so um, you can see them on my Instagram, which is uh, she looks fight. Okay, and we're gonna include the link in our All description right. and the link to the website. You cute girl. You got a website. I don't know why you're, you know, not saying that. I do too, have but... a website. It's called Spike Reimagined. Yeah, so we're gonna put the we're gonna put the link in our description. Homegirl sells really cute hoodies in different colors: pink, maroon, and gray and black. Bla- Is yeah, it black? gray and black. Gray yeah. and black. So you know, if you're trying to be shy, check them out. We're gonna put the link in our description. I'm definitely getting one. We are gonna wrap it up but honestly thank you so much spike for even being awake at this time and just holler at us you know i don't know shout out to your sister for allowing you to record while she's sleeping in Mom, the room. i'm in the kitchen do you think she would allow me to be in the room right now having a tutorial ahead are you dumb well, cool, Look at that. that's a level of commitment <laughs> See, listen, we love you. Thank you so much for going above and beyond. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And make sure you guys uh, buy her hoodies. Check uh, check out her website and her Instagram. Everything's going to be in the description. Cool pictures. Yeah, I do. For graduation. You know, if you're graduating after quarantine, you know, make sure you book your photographer. Okay, girl. Okay. Sorry, girl. We're going to call our next caller. Next caller. Next caller. Next caller. <laughs> I hello, love that hello. you knew where I was going with that. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. So, for our next guest, we have the one and only, the Confucian of the Confucian. We got. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? Um, sure. <laughs> okay, my name is Zeki, and um, aka Confucian. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you very much for this late night recording session. No worries. It is very late, guys. So just so you know, if we sound like we're about to knock out, you know the reason. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. What do you do? How's Ramadan been for you? Uh, alhamdulillah, like Ramadan's been good. Let's see, where where can I start? Have you wrapped any sabus this Ramadan? Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah, Ramadan's kitchen? been fine. I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't been doing any of the kitchen work. Of course. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's been a very atypical Ramadan because of the whole corona situation. But, yeah, you know, we, we like we break our fast together as a family. Uh, it's, you know, it's like one of the one of the rituals that we kept this Ramadan. Another ritual that we ended up kind of adopting this Ramadan was listening to um, a, a lecture together at 11 on, 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 on the TV together as a family. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. So uh, there's this, there's this lecture um, who he's doing like a, like a, a YouTube live broadcast every night at 11 p.m. And my mom, she kind of like in the beginning, she kind of forced us to come together in the, in the living room and, and listen. And every yeah. every day yeah. he's kind of doing like 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 a juz of the Quran. He's doing like a very generic kind of overview slash tafsir of that juz. And yeah. you now we've been, you know, like just sitting down together as a family and just listening to that. Is it Omar Suleiman? No, it's not. It's it's Yasir Khali. 
Oh, okay. Because I know Omar Suleiman is also doing a Quran series. He does 30 for 30, I think it's called. 30 for 30. Yeah, he's been doing 30 for 30 and then Angels in Your Presence. So Angels in Your Presence, it's like five-minute clips he's been releasing every mm-hmm. day during Ramadan. And then he has a 30 for 30, I think, where he's like overviewing a juz every night, I think. You need to look into that, yeah. No, it was really that. interesting because when he, when he first started, he kind of like mentioned how like uh, like the ajza and the Quran are like, they're like artificial, like they're made by... By like the ashab, like they just decided to like, you know, like separate it into into, into thirty day in, into into like thirty pieces, but that it wasn't it wasn't uh-huh. like separated that way, you know, before them. Wow. And yeah, really? and I had no idea. I always wondered. But how's your how's your daily life changed? Um, our, our daily lives have been um have been changed because everybody's at home, you know, like like I, I finished school, I'm not going to school anymore, I'm not working this summer. Whoop whoop whoop. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um. Graduating yeah. on Zoom. Graduating on Zoom. Um, yeah, so 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 my dad is like working like on and off, mm-hmm. but everyone else is basically home. We're not doing much. We're basically sleeping most of the day, and then you know like kind of like life kind of begins around Asr time. You know, like start getting mm-hmm. the house ready, start like making food, and then we and then we have yeah. Afur, and then after Afur, you know, we kind of like you know like we get ready for for our our, our uh, every our our nightly our nightly lecture, and then we just kind of like you know. And then we then we go to sleep again. <laughs> so how does it feel like graduating like at this time in this day and age where it's a quarantine situation during Rona? During Rona, yeah. you know, it, it feels it's it's kind of bittersweet, you know, because it, like you know, I am kind of like uh, the first person in my family to go to university. So at the same time, I know that my parents they they would have appreciated coming to you know like the university, coming uh, you know con- uh, communicating with me. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's not, we, we know that it's not possible. And it, it just, it's, it's kind of sad that they're not able to experience that for themselves. Me personally, it's not affecting me as much because I'm going to be in school for much longer, uh, inshallah. But, um, uh, it, it's just, it's, it's kind of sad that my parents aren't able to kind of like see the, the fruits of their labor, if you know what I mean. Haven't they, uh, pushed your graduation to like December or like Jan? No, they didn't. So my university did a, did a very odd thing where they want to keep our, our, our convocation online. So like the university president is going to give like, you know, like the speech, a ceremony, and we're all going to graduate in absentia, which means that we're going to graduate while, while we're not actually there. And then they're kind of like leaving us to have an, in, an in-person ceremony whenever Corona is finished. So it's not, we're not going to graduate, but we're going to have like, you know, like the, the regalia, we're going to have all the in-person stuff afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's not like too yeah, bad, no, it's not that bad, I guess. But yeah, it's still kind of weird that you guys have to do something online. No, you know, it makes absolutely no sense. But you know, this is, it is how it is. Wow. But still, congratulations you. for, you know, finishing and congratulations for going back thank to you, school. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> we're in it yeah, together. For the long haul. So said you watch, you know, you're watching lectures and your traditions have changed. Do you think like, do you feel different compared to other Ramadans? Do you feel more productive this Ramadan? Um, like, so how are you feeling like spiritually? You know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I am feeling a little different this Ramadan, you know, because usually uh, uh, in, uh, in other Ramadans you're working, you know, you don't have as much time to, you know, to read Quran, to like, you know, actually like tune into mm-hmm. a lecture. And uh, for this Ramadan, I, I kind of vowed that, you know, like I want to like make sure that I like review a juice every single day like properly though like not just gloss over it, but like read it properly and then like recite it from memory and i've been tr- i've been trying to do it you know like like fairly consistently you know um like but i'm not gonna lie like after like the the, the six juice i kind of slack off a little bit and now I have to I have to catch up again but but it's something yeah. that i didn't really get a chance to do you know in the previous normal because you know we're all busy we're working 
And I feel like, uh, yeah. you know, like uh, having that lecture every night that's going to go over the tafsir kind of like helps instill what you just memorized for that day and helps you like remember yeah. the significance, helps you remember what it means and also kind of like just make sure that like you don't forget what you just memorized. That's so amazing. I think I'm actually going to listen to those because I've been wanting to like read a jizz mm-hmm. too. Like, I, like I, my goals kept changing. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I wanted to finish, but I also wanted to read the translation. Mm-hmm. So then I've been trying to do trying to do both, and I feel like I kind of like slacked a lot. Yeah. I think I'm gonna try finish reading it in Arabic and then read it in English because doing it like side by side has not been working. But like definitely reading the translation, I feel like we always forget to like contemplate and tadabbur mm-hmm. and like take what you read and like actually process it. Like of course we get so much reward in reading the Arabic text, mm-hmm. but understanding it is like so beneficial to us right well for me my my initial kind of like goal was to like like kind of like revise and make sure that i don't i don't forget what you know like what my parents spent all that time and money trying to like like teach me essentially um but what i what i like to do is um there's this website called tenzil.net so t-e-a-n-z-i-l.net and basically it's Mm -hmm. basically like it's a mushaf that you can see and it's like a page at a time and you can pick any qari you want. It's like, you know, it's like any Quran player. But one of the qaris that you can pick, like one of the options is Sahih International. So you can basically listen to Sahih International, go verse by verse throughout like the entire just that, that you want to read. And you can kind of do like back to back. See, you can listen to like, say the, you can listen to like, say like the, the first juz, any, any qari you want. And then you can do it again, Sahih International. And you can keep repeating. What's Sahih International? Sahih International is basically, it's, it's like one of like, like one of one of like the, the the best English translations of the Quran that's that's used today. Like they they have okay. this book. Um, they 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 used to sell it at at, at the um at the Islamic bookstore in Toronto at uh, at Rivalda Road. You I know, know what that I'm is? There's there's an Islamic bookstore in the Masjid uh, in, uh, near Rivalda in Toronto. But um, like oh, so no, so they had this book. It's it's kind of like a, it's like a green like it's it's like a green book and it's kind of like it's like short but it's very thick. And it's mm-hmm. international, but you can find it online. Yeah. Okay, I'll definitely check that mm-hmm. out. But I just use an app, so I use this app called Quran. I think it it used to only be for Android, oh, yeah. but then I think they recently uh, released it oh, for iOS. Good. I have the app as well. Like, like that's my it's favorite really app. app. Like, because you can eat, repeat each ad for as like as many times yeah. as you want, and then it just has so and it's like super user friendly. So I love that app. I didn't even know the. I found it by accident on my iPhone because I gave yeah. up. But yeah, I'm gonna include like all those links so the description and then as well as the app in case anyone's looking for a cool Quran app. That that Quran app probably saved me like many times. Ooh, Literally, like it's like you have like a mushaf like on the go. You know, especially like say like, you have to like you, you have to lead salah and you're like what am I, what am I gonna read. And then quickly just, you know, refresh your memory, just go, go through like a page or something. It's, it's, it's a rescue for sure. I usually used it for like when I was memorizing yeah. because I like reading the translation when I'm memorizing. And I also like the way I memorize is I like to repeat each yeah. ayah almost 10 times. So it has that option where you can put it on loop and it just keeps mm. repeating it. So I have the option of like going to the English translation and then also looping yeah. the ayah. So that's definitely why I use it. But you said, so are you leading Salah at home now? <laughs> do you know, okay, so what happened was uh, for, for the for the very first night, we did the taraweeh at home. I'm not going to lie, like my mom, I feel like she she, she was doubting me a lot. She was like, oh, you know, um, we can have like, you know, a musaf in front of you, we can do this. And I think I just got very spiteful. I said, hoy, like, do you really think that like, that like I let it all go? And I, I think like she, that's what she thought. 
So just out of spite, I stood up, you know, after Isha, and I just did like all of, you know, the first juz by heart, and we did taraweeh. But it was just me, it was my mom and my sister, and and my Ada at okay. the same time. I don't know why, like I feel like it was out of spite, but at the same time, like the entire day, I was I was like just like you know reading and rereading the the first juz because it was my goal for the for the Ramadan, right? First juz Baqarah or first no for, from Mata, from Baqarah. Right, so I was ready, obviously, and uh, I don't know. Out of spite, I I did the entire thing right then and there. We did, we did yeah. like you know eight rakats tarawih. But then the night after, I didn't do tarawih, and but I, I still ended up like reading the Quran on my own and like making sure like I had it memorized. I feel like nobody really like was was gonna come pray tarawih. It was it was a weird thing because you know like when when you ha- when you go to a masjid, it's kind of like a routine that's built in, right? But when you're yeah, at home, yeah. it's hard to kind of keep up that routine. And I feel like, like it, sure. you know, a, a big part of it was was probably me as well, because you know you, you have all the address, you know, you're at home all the time, you know, like yeah. you don't have the energy to do anything. So I don't think I, I made the initiative to like you know come like bring the family together and just, like you know like oh we're gonna do just two we're gonna do tarawih. But you know I have a goal to like you know catch up on uh, on the Quran and maybe like at least do tarawih for the for the last ten days, maybe the the last two weeks of Ramadan. That's a goal, inshallah. Yeah, inshallah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a good goal mm-hmm. to have. I could have tripped it because mm-mm, what do you I have mean? not done anything. <laughs> Stop. Girl, it's never too late, though. It's like, of course, it doesn't it's matter. Too late, but you know what it is? It's like you know, we before Ramadan, you haven't really done much, mm-hmm. and then suddenly it's Ramadan. You get it? It's like it's kind of like a hard transitioning. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front and be like, uh, do everything. No, and I feel like it's very hard. If you haven't read the Quran on a daily basis, at least weekly basis, yeah. and then suddenly you're going to read it every day. No, it's, it's definitely been a hard transition for sure. The reality is like a lot of us don't read the Quran every day, which is obviously not something that's great. But it's like now is when we try to make habit of it, yeah. especially because the amount of rewards you gain during Ramadan is not like the amount of rewards you gain like a regular day. So it's like why... Like, even if it's not something that you're used to, yeah. like, even reading a little bit, I think what's intimidating is, like, people trying to finish the Qur'an. You know what I mean? Like, if finishing the Qur'an is too much, then, like, you can try to set a smaller goal, you know? Even if you read one page a day. Mm. Like, you shouldn't, I guess, like, for all of us, we shouldn't um, do, like, all or nothing. Like, even reading one juz is better reading than, like, re- than reading nothing. Yeah, I started reading, yeah. Like, I started reading, like, from Baqarah, but... It's kind of one thing though. I'm really grateful is like you know we learned Quran when we were very young, and then mm-hmm. suddenly you stop because re- re- I had a phase where I did go to Duxi. Mm-hmm. Like I think most people, when they hit like 17, you know, 18, it kind of fades off. Like you stop going no, to Duxi, and you just like at home and stuff. So I remember like. I haven't read like from Baqarah in like a minute, you know, like years. So when I was reading it, it felt really like easy. I felt like like when you've read it, we memorized it before and you're going back to it. I feel like it's a lot more easier to kind of read it rather than like, yeah. you know, no, it definitely I'm is. grateful for Dixie. No, but I, I really feel like even, you know, even though like having memorized before, like yeah. just like taking the time to listen, even like listen on like on repeat, you know, I feel like it really yeah. softens it up for you. And then once yeah. you listen to it a few times, like your brain, even, you know, if it was a distant memory, I feel like it just makes it fresh again. And then once, you know, yeah. I, you know, like once you listen to like a just maybe like three, four times and it won't take the long, it'll take maybe like half an hour for like, uh, you know, um, uh, like t- to like listen to a full judge. It's not that long. So within like two hours, you've listened, you, you've listened a few times and then now you can pick up a musaf and you can read and it's just smooth. Even if you haven't read in a while, smooth, right? And you know, if you, if you've memorized before it's smooth, you can, you can even start like reciting from memory, you know, and I feel like, yeah. I feel like maybe like um maybe like a way to um 
to like maybe increase the challenge after you read it a few times just try to recite it from memory to like i don't know like your sibling or your family member it's, it's something i've been trying to do mm-hmm. and i feel like it it kind of like it upped everything to a, to a certain level because now like i wasn't just reading i had to like read attentively you know because when you're yeah. just like reading it, like passively you can just you know like oh you're not really paying attention but once once you have to like recite to somebody you have to read attentively and once you're reading attentively i feel like you can gain more benefits that's so true i feel like i my sister wanted to do that once she wanted to read to me and like i always think to myself you know i should memorize and like you know have my siblings test me but i don't know i feel i really just think i need to enroll in duxi because i don't think i it's not that i don't take like them seriously i know like they my siblings mashallah like they know more quran than me but it's just i w- won't commit like i feel like if, if it's something that i'm doing myself and i'm trying to do i just won't commit to like if today i don't feel like doing it then who's gonna make me do it no one because i was pushing myself i guess i'm just not really good at pushing myself <laughs> to do things i need like accountability yeah. because there's the accountability is not there i'm just like okay like Today I don't want to do it. Um, yeah. I don't have to do it. Yeah, but but my, for my brother, like uh, my like my brother, we test him like every weekend. Like he has to read Ashad, and like we have to test him on it. And he knows like he's not playing any games or whatever until he reads his Ashad. He has accountability. The other it doesn't work the other way around, you know. Like you know, I I really feel like the the like instead of, like Duxi, I feel like the way it instilled accountability in learning your in Quran was through embarrassment, if I'm being honest yeah, with you. Yeah, through all... Because all even, like, even if you, like, remove the entire aspect of, of, of getting your ass beat, like, I'm sure we all did, but um, yeah. imagine, like, you know, like... We did. <laughs> imagine, like, you're, you're reading your Quran and you're making mistakes in front of everybody. That feeling is one of the worst feelings you can ever experience, right? Just, like, you're, like, everybody in the Duxi is like, oh, like, look at this person, like, he, he didn't prepare, or if, if it's worse, he's a demean, he's this, he's that, or she's this, she's, she's that, right? That feeling of embarrassment will make you want to do better. It will make you want to, like, you know, do better. Usually the Ma'alin makes fun of you, too. Well, like, no, what? They, no, they, you don't know this? <laughs> they do. But the thing is, when you're an adult, like, well, one thing that I feel like might work is there's a lot of people that come together to the Atta Masjid to, like, do subah search, like, you know, like, read the Quran to each other. You're not paying money, but it's other people keeping you accountable because if you make mistakes in subah in front of all your friends, in front of all the, all the committee members, that also gives you that sense of embarrassment. Uh-huh. It's like, look, like, she's not taking this seriously. You know, so you took the embarrassment aspect, and you're like, "That's gonna drive me." To I, I feel, I feel like I need to recreate that, and it's something that I was talking about I with the, you did. know, like with some people, like in our group, that we should probably do like a little subas thing. I feel like it'd be interesting. Oh wow, we actually mm-hmm. should. We could yeah. even do it like through like on, like through online means during Ramadan as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that actually that would, would be, be fun. fun. I haven't done subas in, so in so long. Oh, I'm getting PTSD right now. <laughs> Wow, yo! Like my only, like my memory of service, my last, because I haven't done it. Like the last time I did service was when I used to go to like someone's house for duxi. But like the man used to like do weird competitions again, like all based on shame. Because I realized oh like there was one um girl, one of my duxies. I remember I went like my mom. Obviously, I think most parents or some parents forced their kids to go to duxi during the summer. Mm-hmm. So I was going yeah. to this place. It was during my holiday too. So I went. I remember the girl, like, apparently we had to recite at the Hayatu, like, from everybody. So, all, and, like, and I'm, like, young. I'm, like, 10 or it's, like, 9. So, this girl, like, she was kind of, like, the, um, people used to make fun of her a lot, like, the Malins, because, like, she couldn't, like, memorize and stuff. That's so, cool. imagine that this girl, like, did they go one by one? I'm, like, I didn't even know. <laughs> you know, like, I didn't know what I said was right. 
So it came to that girl, asked me how this ma'alim, like she said it wrong. This ma'alim, so I was like, okay, how the hell are you praying when well, you don't even know that tattoo properly? Oh, no. In front of everybody. And I felt so bad for her. I mean, little kid, I felt most people felt really bad for her. And he was making fun of her in front of everybody. And like, I effed out. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's what a lot of people when they grow up, mm-hmm. they kind of dislike Duxi, and that kind of translated disliking about learning about the Dean because they still have these traumatic experiences they've been to. And these are very, like, the one I mentioned is very, like, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but there's a lot worse. A lot of them, and it's like, they abuse their power, and no, that they, they absolutely it. do. And I, I think you're right. Yeah. I feel like, like, maybe every single person who's kind of been through Duxi, because, you know, whether, like, you agree or not, Duxi is like a traumatic experience for some people, you know, and I feel like that trauma can always or sometimes it's like connected to like the process of like of like learning Quran, right? A lot of time it is because it's it's like where the trauma is coming from. Like you make a mistake, you get your ass beat. I don't know, like you like I don't know, like you like you're not you're not on time, whatever. There, there's many things, and I feel like the connection with, like with that and like getting beat or getting humiliated, you know, it's gonna be formed at some point. And I feel like, at least for me, it's taken, it's taken, it's taken a while for me to kind of like separate those things. And it's, it's, I, I've had to like, kind of like come to, come to the Quran by myself, kind of like read by myself. Yeah. Go to my sister and say, like, you know what? Like, uh, I, I just read the, the Struz Edegis right now, you know? Yeah. It's me, do, exactly <laughs> so, like me doing that myself. That kind of like, it gives me a sense of accomplishment, you know? Like, I feel proud of myself. I feel good. And then it kind of increases, like, the like the love and affection I have for the Quran, right? But then, if it was the other way around, if a parent is forcing you, it's like, oh, you know what? You have to do this. You have to do this. There's no affection there. Like, every single, like, day, you're going to dread, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to, I have to read yeah. Imran. I have to read that. Like, even though it's a good thing, because of kind of like the situation that it's surrounded by, it's not going to make you happy, right? I feel like parents should kind of give their children or like a man should, should give their students that kind of like that space, allow them to gravitate to the Quran by themselves. And once they reach that, that level, once they reach that point that, that, that they have like a personal connection, then there's, there's going to be no need to like, you know, beat their ass or humiliate them because they're going to want to succeed. They're going to want to, you know, I actually want to like make sure I'm not memorizing, I'm not making mistakes. I want to make sure I'm memorizing this. Well, I want to make sure my mkharaj is good. My, my tajut is good. Right. Yeah. I feel like you, you need to, yeah. you need to have people come to that realization on their own. And once they come to that realization, yeah. like they're, they're, they're solid. They're good. You know? Yes. Yeah, Mani Confucian. <laughs> bringing the gem. Well, <laughs> Confucian. The. Well, I, I think that's so true. I, I like, I understand like, um, having kids go to Duxi at a younger age. Like, I feel like I wouldn't change that. But again, it's about like, how we're being taught the Quran because yeah. like we we know we have to go we know I have to learn Ashar but I just I guess like I think we've discussed this but I just don't see why like all those like fear factor needs to be incorporated yeah. or whatever we should have like a, like a curriculum shift you know a curriculum shift where obviously like memorizing the Quran is important but like maybe preface that with or maybe like do like a concurrent thing where you also teach you know like, kind of like you know like knowledge that is extracted from the Quran so they know what they're learning 
and then you know like kind of like do that side by side especially if kids are learning arabic like at least for me personally because like my arabic's not the greatest but like if i read the quran and then i read the translation i know what word is what right like mm. it, it makes sense to me so memorizing it is easier so especially like a lot of kids if they're going to duxi at some point they're also learning arabic so if you're also trans learning the translation it becomes a hundred times easier to memorize what you're reading like you know the story you know what comes next you know like like especially like if you know the story of yusuf and you understand it mm. then you know exactly you can read yusuf from start to finish especially if you know the translation right versus just memorizing it off the top of your head so definitely hopefully we get to see that shift but you know maybe you know next generation they won't have to go through what we went through we should we should schedule our, our little house party subas for like everyone's going to disappear out they're going to go to the house party one by one I'm not there it's going to be funny you know what no <laughs> but no i would actually do it it would actually be interesting no, it'd be inter- it, would, it would be interesting though we can like i don't know we we can discuss this later and figure it out figure out what we want to do so on that note we are going to end the episode Thank you Zaki for joining us for our Ramadan check-in. You know, giving us some interesting points and things that inshallah that our listeners and us can like learn from. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Back to house party now. Right. <laughs> and stay safe. Thank you. You too guys. <laughs>